0: I got dumped, it's one heck of a podcast show. I got dumped, so let's introduce our hosts, Ashley Corby and Hannah Slade are gonna talk to you today all about how I got dumped. Welcome to I Got Dumped
1: a Christian-centered podcast about breakups and breakthroughs. We're your imperfect hosts. Hey, I'm Hannah Slay. After family members died when I was in high school, I chased fame and status as an actress. Then I found God seven years ago and started living for
0: Jesus. And I'm Ashley Corby, a stand-up comedian based out of Nashville, Tennessee. I spent most of my life lost in a web of addiction and codependency. I have overcome rape trauma and domestic violence and have made it my mission to share with the world How the Lord delivered me from the pain and instability that was my life. These are our stories.
1: This is our testimony. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Great to have you here on today's episode. We are going to talk about trusting God when you're single, trusting God when you're single. And before we get into it, I just want to thank you for listening to the show. I'm glad that you're enjoying it um if you want to connect with us online you can check out our website www.igotdumppodcast.com instagram i got dumped and um, you can also leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast give us a little feedback we'd really appreciate it all right so we've got ashley here ashley good to have you
0: thanks good to be here
1: good good So, Ashley, we have some fan mail here, and I am going to read the fan mail, and then we're going to give our friend um, a little advice. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Okay, good. All right. So the subject is trusting that God is good in singleness. That was the subject of this email. Hi, I have been listening to your podcast often this winter and spring while skiing, while painting, while driving from Montana back to Alaska, etc. Thank you. I found yours and Dusty's podcast around the same time. I've been encouraged as a believer to see you walking out your faith in the world of comedy. Hardly knew that was possible. And I really appreciate your style. Personal essays followed by conversation. So good. You ladies have done lots of self-discovery and you've grown and you are now teaching others. So good. Thank you. That's really nice of you to say, Benjamin. I am wondering, oh, it's Benjamin. This is from a male, a man, Benjamin, from Alaska. And he continues, I am wondering your thoughts on trusting God in singleness. He never promised us a helpmate, but he did say it's not good for man to be alone. And I think God puts desires in our hearts, and I think he is pleased to fulfill those We are instructed to trust God, do things his way, patiently wait on his timing, dot, dot, dot. And we undoubtedly have to do our part as well. We've got to meet people. We've got to date. We've got to do some self-work and humbly face up to who we are. I know, and he put no in capital letters, I know the right answers, I just struggle to believe them. And he also believe in capital letters. I have an independent personality. I have high expectations for myself and others. And it's been hard to stick with a relationship for more than three months since my sort of two to three year relationship in my 20s, early 30s. I think I was hurt at a crucial time in my life. That was in Texas, and that's how I ended up in Alaska, I think. Your episode on trauma helped me realize that perhaps I was escaping from that breakup and ran as w- away as far as possible. I live in Fairbanks, Alaska, 4,000 miles from home, literally the end of the road, last city in the U.S. before the Arctic Ocean. My goodness. Anyway, I'd like to... Like I said, I'd love to hear your thoughts on trusting slash believing that God is good even as the years keep rolling by and single Christians keep going to bed alone every night.
0: Thanks. Yeah, so this is just a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on in this message. So first off, thank you, Ben, for listening to the podcast and for reaching out to us. You know, uh, it's very humbling to have people um, here our stories and our essays and then come to us for advice, you know, because, um, you know, I've referred to us before as like breakup experts because I'm definitely not gonna promote myself as a relationship expert. But uh, one of the things that, you know, I mean, there's so much going on here. I do wanna say one thing that's really stuck out to me this last time as I read this um, email with uh, Hannah, is this expectation that the writer has, our listener has, you know, he's high expectations on himself and others. And it's been hard to stick with the relationship for more than three months. Well, that's on you. You know, I mean, this is the thing. We have to stop putting up these high expectations on people and ourselves because they're always gonna let you down. You know, always having an expectation on somebody is always setting yourself up for uh, being let down and, and, then, and then look at what happens. You put expectations on a relationship or on a person, and it only lasts for a few months. You know? And then you go into another relationship, and it's the same thing. Well, what's the common denominator here? It's you and your expectations. And I speak this from out of love and you know, out of my own experience. I was in a relationship with somebody where I thought I had low expectations on that person. I thought that the expectations that I had were expectations that anybody would have but it turned out that they were just a little bit too high for that person. Me expecting that person to be a provider who had never been able to provide for themselves beforehand was uh, an expectation they couldn't meet, you know? And all that did was cause a lot of drama in the relationship and I stayed in a relationship that wasn't right for me and I had to learn to forgive that person and to forgive those expectations because it's just not good to go into a relationship and expect things out of people. It's very self-serving. We have to, when we decide that we want to get involved with somebody, we have to take them for face value. This is who they are. This is their walk. This is what they have to offer and love them, care for them despite of it, and pursue the relationship knowing that instead of expecting things out of people. Um, That is the first time that's really stuck out to me about this email. Um, But I do think it's worth saying because I think a lot of people give up on relationships too much. Or are in relationships with the wrong people because they have these expectations that just can't be met. What do you think, Hannah?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, he's saying, what are your thoughts on trusting, believing that God is good? Um, and he's talking about being single. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's the question of the ages. It's the thing that haunts Christians and non-Christians alike is— you know, believing in God when we see suffering or when we see promises not met, or we have disappointments in our life. And, you know, and, and I kind of think like, you know, i w I've just been reading the uh, gospels. I read uh, John and Luke recently, and it's fascinating because Jesus is out here. He's walking with his disciples. He's doing these incredible miracles, uh, raising people from the dead. um, curing people of blindness curing people of demons um you know just completely uh stunning people with his comebacks um in 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 the public square and time and time again you know giving people food when they were starving and you know in the moment when jesus does it his disciples are like wow jesus is amazing i love you lord i love you lord but time and time again, his disciples forget or still don't believe that what Jesus is saying is true, that, that Jesus is going to save them or that um, trusting in him is going to help them, you know. And so I think it is a fundamentally human and flesh problem that we've all had. If the disciples who literally walked with the man, Jesus Struggled to always have 100% faith, 100% belief, 100% no doubt in Jesus, then we're going to have that struggle too. So I don't think that it's um, uncommon that you know here's this thing you want. You're single and you want um, you know uh, the love of your life to show up, and you want what you maybe think other people have, and you don't have it, and you don't know why you don't have it, and so you think well. God is letting me down and how can I believe and trust God, um, when, when he's not giving me this thing that I want. So I just want to say like, that is the problem that a lot of Christians have at, at some point in their life. It's maybe not a sustained problem, but it is something that we're constantly tackling. Um, but literally Jesus says you have to believe in me. You know, you walk by faith, not by sight. Um, We don't have the man Jesus here to prove himself to us. We have the Holy Spirit that can guide us. But everything we do as Christians is belief. It's everything. It's, it's, It's what we have. And I believe that the more you read the word, the more you fellowship with other Christians, the more you pray, um, the deeper your understanding of God is. And I will also say when you read scripture, you see yourself in, you know, this human situations that other um, believers and non-believers alike in the Bible faced. And you realize these are these are long, long human problems. So I think you need to check yourself on is my belief reliant on things that I see God doing or is my belief steadfast? And perhaps you need to start focusing on the things God has already done in your life to prove to you that he is real. And I know that he has done things for you. I don't know what they are, but I I know that he has done things for you. And so it might be um, really uh, focusing on gratitude and showing yourself reminding yourself what God's already done to show how faithful he is Um, and focus on those things because seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you and I'm not saying you're going to find a girlfriend you know like that but God is going to show you what you need not just what you want and he is good but you have to believe that and I can't make you believe that what do you think?
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. God is always faithful. and He always comes through and everything is, he has a plan for all of our lives. But this is the thing, like we have to stop idolizing relationships and saying that, oh, because I don't have a partner right now, God's not working in my life. I have whatever it is that I want right now. The promises of God are not coming to me. They're not happening for me. You know, you, you have to be patient. You have to be living in a state of gratitude for the things that you do have and the things that are going on in your life instead of Constantly pining for this relationship and believing that once you have this dream relationship, then everything will be okay because it's not really, everything is never just okay. You know, there's always going to be a trial, there's always going to be a growing season. You know, so you just have to get really comfortable with where you're at. And when you're in a single season, it's so important to work on yourself instead of searching and looking on the out and being like, I don't have this, I don't have that. Everybody else has love and relationships but me, and I'm on my own. Well, what can I do during this time to make myself a better person? Maybe should I start volunteering? Maybe should I start helping um, other people more? Should I start writing? Should I start a new project? Should I? be a better friend, a better daughter, a better, a better son, what can I do today and focus on the things that I do have in my life um, instead of running away to another city like Alaska that's very far away um, and trying to start a new life and hoping to meet a new person there and then what are you going to do? You're going to involved in a relationship for three months with them And then, I mean, my thing too, is like, you're saying this, our writer is saying to us that he's getting involved with relationships for three months and they're being unfulfilled. And then he's, um, going and getting involved in another three month relationship. And it's like, well, you know, you have to really look at yourself here. Like you're saying, but God isn't filling his promises to me. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe your expectations were just too high on these women that God was putting in your life. And that's kind of on you, you know, I mean, we can't constantly look down at people and blame them and then blame God while we're single. If we're not doing the things that we need to do to heal our own wounds and our traumas and to get to where we're a whole person and we're ready for another person and another relationship.
1: Yeah, you definitely have to check your, your expectations because it, it is easy to just put it on other people like, well, they're this, they're not that they're this, they're not that. Um. But yeah, maybe. And, and hey, the truth is we need strong Christian men. We need men that are standing up. We need men that see clearly amongst the chaos and the noise that is all around us right now. Um, so if if you're still just kind of looking for someone to help you, I mean, as a man, you you know, you need to be in a place where you are able to be a provider. And I don't know if you are. And I don't mean just financially, I mean, you know, spiritually. Are you in a place where you could lead a woman, where you could lead a family, that you are um, not driven entirely by your emotions? Um, Are you someone that can handle the ups and downs of life? And, you know, you have to ask yourself that and, and know that honestly. And if you're not, that's okay. But but perhaps that's you you haven't you know found the woman that you need because maybe you're not in the place um, to be that strong man for the type of woman that you're looking for.
0: Yeah, I mean I can agree to that. I mean, and I do not want to you know come across um, callous or you know harsh in any way. But me personally, the man that I would want to lead me and to maybe be my husband one day is not somebody who would pack up their things and move to Alaska because of some failed relationships and some past hurts. I mean, to me, that's not the most mature way to handle uh, disappointment or heartache. And I say that cause I've done it, you know, I've mm-hmm. packed up and I've moved before too and said, I'm done with this city. I've had too much heartbreak. I'm going to start over. And I can see in hindsight how that was not the most mature, uh, way for me to go about dealing with my problems and so i would say that there's probably some growth that needs to happen before you can really be ready to be in a relationship an emotionally healthy spiritually mature relationship with somebody you know when your coping skills aren't completely healthy and that's i mean it's a journey Life is a journey, healing is a journey, you know, but I can tell from this person who's written to us that they're very fed up and, um, you know, are, are kind of like, how do I still trust? And But maybe they need to change some things about themselves, the way they approach relationships, the expectations they have on relationships, the fact that they're idolizing love in some kind of way, maybe possibly looking at a partner to fulfill them in a way that only God can fill um is what i'm getting and i hope and i sincerely say that with just love and concern and not wanting to um you know um upset anybody or hurt anybody but it's just what i it, what i read and feel and see uh, when i look at this message
1: yeah because he said you know what are our thoughts and these are our thoughts i mean we're not experts what you know we're, we're not even remotely in the uh in the vicinity of being a dating expert, though I don't really know how anyone becomes that really, if you're, if you're honest with yourself, who are the experts The self-help people to push in their books on us. But I mean, we're, this is a subject that we're interested in and, and we have, um, a, a, you know, life experience and our own um, drawing board um, to, to speak on. Um, and, and what I'm looking at now is just, you know, he's asking for himself, but he said, you know, I'd love to hear thoughts on trusting, believing that God is good, even as the years keep rolling by and single Christians keep going to bed alone every night. So he seems to kind of open it up to the broader discussion of, you know, why are, you know, Christians going to bed alone every night?
0: I mean, I think, I think if you're not, if you're not in a relationship with somebody right now, then you probably have some healing to do. Sometimes God just wants you all to himself. Somebody's Mm -hmm. told me that before and that blew my mind, you know, in this season, maybe God just wants you all to himself. And that, that was very comforting, but I know a lot of Christian women who are single like me and they get frustrated and I understand, but I, but when I talk to them and I get to know them and I hear their stories, I see my, so much of myself in them and I see well you're attracted to guys that you know are emotionally abusive or who are narcissistic or who have drinking problems i can pick up on codependency going on with my friend i can pick up that her discernment isn't there yet she's going for the wrong guys and that's why she's single it's not because god is punishing her or it's anything it's because she doesn't know she doesn't know what to look for She's not looking at the guy who is coming to her and humbling himself or is maybe spiritually mature and can teach and lead her. She's looking at the guy who has a good job and a nice car. And I I mean, I'm not saying that by any but specific. I'm just saying these are the things that sometimes as singles, we don't look at people's hearts the way that we should and that that can be a big reason as to why we're single we are still struggling with discernment and reading people and and we are still struggling maybe with kind of going for people who will hurt us because there's something in us that feels like we deserve to be hurt or we are addicted to the drama You know, and until we heal that, we continuously go for the same relationship, but with a different guy. That's what I see going a lot for my fellow Christian friends. And it's nothing that I don't see in my friends that aren't Christian. You know, it's just if you're not in a spiritually mature relationship, you're probably not ready for it. And you have got some fine tuning that needs to be done.
1: Absolutely. And, and remember, folks, especially if you're Christian, remember, we are called to be set apart. We are not supposed to look like the world. And that includes in the way that we date. Um, now, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I did not practice waiting for sex before marriage, um, and neither did my husband for that matter. So I am not taking lightly that celibacy is something easy to do. But that is what you should do that's what you ought to do as a christian that is what you um should always be striving to do and if you're trying to do that male or female and people that you're dating are pressuring you otherwise that is not a godly person and you have to get real with that
0: right yeah you you your discernment should go off alarm should go off And it will be easier for you to walk away. Once you become sexually involved with somebody, it can be harder to walk away, to break that connection from that person. And then as Christians, you know, then you have to deal with maybe guilt or the shame of what you've done. And you shouldn't, but that's just kind of what happens, Um, you know, it. But another thing, too, you said, like, that we should be different than the world. And this is true. I noticed this, too, in this letter from our fan. Like, he's like, you got to date. You got to get to know people. Well, sometimes people idolize dating, and they fall into this dating hookup culture. And they're going out with a different person every night, or they're going out with a different new person every few months. And that has become their sport. And I don't think that that is really the way that we are designed to find a mate. I just don't, I'm not going to go out there and search for it and hunt for it. I'm going to trust that the right person will come into my life and that they will pursue me. And, you know, I'll, I'll know, I'll give them a chance, you know, and that has been what I've done is typically somebody just kind of falls into my life and I say, okay, I'll try it. You know, um I I don't think that we should be I personally and I know that this is controversial I'm not with the dating apps I've been on the dating apps before and I've gotten myself into some really bad situations with strangers uh from the dating apps which I could share on another episode sometime um very bad for me and I I just don't think it's safe and I don't think for me it's it's good for me. But I do know of stories of women who they met their future spouse on plenty of fish and they're married and they have children and they've been together for 12 years and everything's great. I think that's the exception to the rule.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And because Ashley's, you know, in the dating world right now. um, And I've been out of it, obviously, since I've been with my husband. So it's, you know, going on six, seven years now. Um, And also before I met my husband, I was not Christian. So, you know, it was a, f- a whole world of uh, <laughs> uh, craziness, really. Um, and, you know, I'll admit, I'll, I'll you know, me and uh, Ashley and my mutual friend, when Ashley talks about being celibate, we're just like, wow, like, that's awesome. I don't know how you would do it. And, you know, I, I say things like that. And I'm always like, stop saying things like that, because I need to encourage um, my friends who are you know, following God, um, and especially men. I mean, I, I believe men are called to lead women. And I think that there's a real lack of that right now, um, in America, I guess I'll say. And if you are not walking right with God, men, I mean, it, everything falls apart from that. So it's up to our Christian men to know what the right thing to do is what you ought to do. And women like that. I mean, I think women like that, um, they may push back. I mean, Lord knows I have not just had a straight ascension from sinful living to just purity and virtue. I mean, I, I, you wrestle with things all the time, um, because we are, we, we, it's a wrestle between the flesh and the spirit but it's, I do think if you want to be in a relationship and you're a man and you're Christian, you need to know what is right and what is wrong. And it is wrong to have sex or sexual acts with people, uh, before you're married. It just is. So if you're doing that and you still are wondering why things are not working out, well, you're not, not walking right with God. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, no one ever said it to me like that before. Well, we're saying it to you now and consider this something that should be convicting you. And whether you think it's hard or whatever, I mean, that's between you and God.
0: Yeah, and this came on my heart to share. And this is um, this is a story that I had read. I don't know if it was some a priest that I knew personally or if it was just in a collection of stories that I had been reading about a priest but uh, there was a couple who was living together outside of marriage, right? So they were having sex with each other outside of marriage, and they started to have demonic manifestations in their home. Um, Things were falling, doors were slamming, and they were very scared. So they called in this priest and asked him to come and cleanse the house. And the priest knew right away through his gift of discernment, That there was an entity that had made itself at home in that house because of the couple's sin. Because they were not living in God's laws and they had stepped out of that, there were consequences. And those consequences came in the demonic form and was haunting their home. And the priest said, I can bless your home, but the spirits will come back and your house will continue to be like this until you get married. And live the way God intended for you to live in this house,
1: and repent from what you're doing. I'm sure yeah. too.
0: And the couple didn't honor that; they didn't get married, and they they continued to have the manifestations in their home. So you know, that's on a you know on a bigger spiritual perspective. You know, there are consequences for our actions, and so many people will get involved in relationships with people, and then they'll say, "Well, why do I have this anxiety? Well, why do I have this? Why do I have that?" well how are you how are you honoring the relationship you know are you stepping outside of god's laws and what he says because if you are then you are going to have to reap the consequences of that and sometimes those are in the spiritual realm well they're always in the spiritual realm but mm-hmm. sometimes you can pick up on them in the spiritual realm sometimes you can't
1: Yeah, friends. I mean, remember, we're on earth. We are literally on enemy's territory. We are we are living in a fallen world. Um, And that's why we call on God to lead us and protect us and guide us. But the devil roams around like a roaring lion seeking who they're going to devour is seeking how he's going to devour us. So you can make excuses for why you're doing what you're doing or why it's stupid to think like this but you're not disagreeing with us. You're disagreeing with scripture. You're disagreeing from the word of God. Um, And, you know, we've learned the hard way. We're sharing our stories because we've walked the the wayward walk. And there's nothing but emptiness and despair. And if that's how you feel right now, you, you need to repent and you need to ask God to show you how to get right with God. Because once you're right with God, I mean, God will add things onto you. And I'm not preaching a prosperity Bible here um, because, you know, being rich does not have anything to do with money. It has to do with the amount of peace in your mind and your heart. And I believe only God can give that to you no matter how rich or poor you are. You see millionaires committing suicide, you know? So it doesn't have anything to do with, with your status or financial. I mean— don't get me wrong. When you have financial hardships, that is hard. And I get that. But you can have peace even in that when you have God. And you have to be vigilant and understand that, that this, this world is not our home. And you have to understand what God is calling us to be like and to act right and to do right. Be doers of the word, not just readers of the word, not just intellectually understanding what we should do. I mean, the world is absolutely crazy right now. Um, and there has been, I mean, there's every day is a good day to repent. And you should probably repent every day. I'm not saying you sin every day, so I don't necessarily think you have to repent every day. But if you're, if you're struggling, start with repentance and go from there. Um, I think it's a good practice to repent every day. Something that
0: I've read about and learned about that, you know, I mean, we, we sin and we don't even know we're sinning. Uh, the honorable thing to do is be like, I don't even know what I did wrong today, but you know, my heart, Lord, you know, I had thoughts. I was not supposed to be thinking and forgive me. And that's just a good way uh, to um, be spiritually fit and prepared for the spiritual warfare that we endure every day.
1: Get your armor on folks. Well, thanks, Benjamin. I hope that, you know, you know, if we upset you, we upset you, but we're, we are trying to just speak truth from our perspective. Um, we are two women of course. Um, so I'm not pretending to know, you know, what it's like to be a man, but that, that's kind of what I think and what Ashley thinks. Um, so I hope that something that we said, um, helps you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again, Benjamin. I, I hope that, you know, you wrote this a while back. I hope that you found peace, since then, I hope that uh, you know you you consider getting out of Alaska. I don't feel like that is where you're supposed to be, and I think that you know that. So, but
1: yeah, so he wrote this when I was um, postpartum with Daisy, or around that time. And I said, "Oh, we'll get to this in the summer." So we are getting to this a couple months later. Who knows? Maybe he's found a, a helpmate, or maybe he's moved from Alaska. Who knows what's happened to Benjamin. Benjamin, if you hear this episode and you care to respond, um, hit us back up. You you know how to find us. And uh, we'd love to have an update.
0: Yeah. And if anybody wants to leave a message for us on the website, we
1: would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And you can also just send a, send a DM in uh, Instagram, too, if it's... All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, Find us on Instagram at I Got Dumped, uh, www.igotdumppodcast.com. And yeah, if you liked this episode, give us a little feedback, five stars on Apple Podcasts, tell your friends and repent.